Welcome back to the pre-Pesach series of Jeducation, where parenting and Jewish education merges. This episode has the more amazing tips of how to make the Seder amazing with a specific focus on what it means to go through the Haggadah, how to make sure to get the most out of each step of the Seder, knowing the what and the why behind everything we are doing to make sure that it has the best effect possible. From a teaching standpoint, the more you know about what you're teaching, the more passionately and genuinely you can give it over. Yair Dar, an educator with many years of experience, has great perspective and ways to make each aspect of the Seder relevant and much, much more. Stay posted for the end of the episode where Yair has five pieces of advice from a classroom teacher on how a parent can run a Seder as well as Yair's hot take on Afi Komen, which he said it would, if he wouldn't have said, the whole episode would have been a waste. So make sure to check that out. I'm super excited to share this episode with you. I found it to be super helpful for myself. And without further ado... Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Jeducation Podcast. My name is Yair Manchel. Jeducation, where parenting and Jewish education merge to give our children the best possible experience. Whether you chose to be an educator by profession or not, we are all Jewish educators. Day in and day out in our own homes, we are educating our children on what it means to be a Jew, what it means to be a good person. And sometimes, perhaps most of the time, the education children receive in their homes is more impactful than the formal education they receive in school. Check us out at jeducation.org today and remember to subscribe to the podcast. This week's guest is Yair Dar. Yair has been a Jewish educator and administrator for the past 15 years and is currently working at Yeshiva Ratid in New Jersey. He's also been the Skan Rosh Moshava and Moshava Be'ir for a number of summers. Yair has a weekly post in the Jewish link. And he has done a variety of Pesach workshops to make the Seder more fun and interesting. And I want to say a major thank you to you for taking the time Pleasure. out of your busy schedule one, right before Pesach. You missed one Pesa. detail. Oh, and your neighbor. And my neighbor. Two, a couple houses down. A couple houses down. Two years. 100%. Yeah. There we go. So thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to education. Excited. Okay. So first things first, what inspired you to go into Jewish education in the first place? So I would say my story is, uh, it's I think typical of a lot of people around my age. Um, which is, you know, we um, the, the educational experience that I had growing up wasn't ideal for me. Part of it was me. Part of it was, you know, the the generation of uh, of teachers that were teaching us. And I felt like I want, you know, I, I had the ability to, and I wanted to um, be able to go back into Jewish education and um, make it make have a better make it a better experience for the. Uh, That's for, awesome. For the well, kids. Was that what you were planning on doing at all, like throughout the time? Yeah, I think. I mean, I mean, it depends when you ask me <laughs> what, what time in my life. When you were in college, that was like when you were already. Yeah, started. that was already. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think even before that, I probably. I probably I was was always on the path to uh, to Chinook, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So you you have you've been leading you know these different seder workshops. How did you get in get involved with that? Uh, from uh, starting with my family. I mean, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. I mean it's uh, it was more you know we have seders and we want to make the seders good and I always wanted to know make sure my kids had a really enjoyable time. That's awesome. That so what it. what so what, I, what do those workshops look like a little bit? So it's usually um, it's been on Zoom I think every time I've done it. So it's also recorded. I can share the link afterwards. Okay, awesome. Um, we'll put that out there for yeah, the educators. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's, you know, it's a slideshow, you know, because you have to have slideshows. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> it's a slideshow that ba- I basically walk through, you know, um, uh, some basic advice in terms of going into the Seder, what, you know, how to think about preparing for the Seder, you know, chronologically, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going through a couple of strategies, general strategies that would be useful at the Seder. And then um, specific uh, ideas that I have, and I have you know printable and materials nice. that I can share. Sounds also, good. okay, so we're a couple of weeks out now. So yes. what, what's your what's your what's your guidance? What what should we do? We be doing right now to uh, prepare? Uh, right, I'm, I'm not telling anybody when to start preparing for Pesach, especially okay. if you're doing cleaning. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. First, <laughs> well, this is a different type of Pesach. Yes. Right, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think you have to start preparing right now. Maybe starting. Maybe starting to think about it is a good idea. 
um, that that's what I would say. I, I think the first thing is is really to start thinking about getting a sense of um, you know what you want to get across at the seder to your kids, and you know what you think would work. Um, you know, I you know making you know talking to your children also is is always is always very good. You know what do you you know what would you like to do at the seder this year? What do you think would be fun? Uh, maybe they can help you with some ideas and getting just a sense of them, both from talking to them and thinking about about your kids, like you know what and and all the truth is it's not just your kids. Anyone who's going to be at your seder, right? Um, you know what what they but you know for supposedly for children, um, you know what what they would want to get out of the seder and starting to think about like what your kids' personalities are like, which what will work for them at the seder. Mm, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's awesome. What you're saying is really taking a very educational approach towards the seder. Which yeah. so how can we help parents? You know, the, the premise of this podcast is that parents are educators. Of course. But how can we help parents who don't necessarily have that training become educators on this night, you know, and really make it the best possible experience for their children? Right. So like you said, like you said, you know, parents, of course, are educators. You know, they're, they're the first educators of their kids and the last educators of their kids. Um, we're kind of the ones who just kind of help them along the way. Right, right. I would say that there's two things, meaning from a, a parenting standpoint, you know, you the parents know their kids better than anybody knows their kids. So the first thing is just, you know, get to know your children and think about, I mean, you know them, but like really start thinking about them and how that would work out for the Seder. Like I, like, like I think, like I said before, um, if you, you know, pa- there are plenty of parents who have, who are talented and are thoughtful and are creative and come with their own ideas. And that's great. If not, so, you know, I, that's I think why we have you at your dars in the world. Exactly. That's there why we have, go. that's why we have you at your dars in the world. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. You can thank my mom. <laughs> um, so, um, and so I think for, I think the, the key is really just getting like, you know, getting ideas for materials. I don't think we really need much more than that. Um, I think it's really just you know if, if there are materials that you have that you can create, great. And if not, look. For, when you look say for materials, that. are you talking about like the fun shtick, or you're talking about like also like actually like the medrashim, the haggadah, the divrei Torah stuff like that? Like what do you what are you referring to? A little bit of both. I mean, I think if a parent feels comfortable in terms of their understanding of what they what the haggadah means to them and what they like to get across to their kids, I think that's 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 most important. Um, because you know what what a what a parent cares about is going to come across to their kids. Totally. You can't, you know, you don't want to change, you don't want to adjust your approach to what you get out of the Haggadah and try to teach that to your children because that's not going to come across as authentic and you want it to be meaningful and authentic right, that, right, you, right, that right. you can feel, um, you know, that you're really getting the message, a message across in a real way. So, um, so, and then as far as like, you know, I don't want to call it necessarily shtick. Some of it is shtick and some of it is like just creative ways of, of passing the message right, along right, in a right. way that kind of like the kids can hear it. Totally. Um, I think, I think understanding the Haggadah to me is, is, is actually a point. Where where those kind of the two things can overlap, um, I've done a lot of thinking and a lot of work uh, myself in terms of like just going through Magid and figuring out like okay like why is this here why is this here why is this here mm, why such is a good this point here? why is this here and then thinking about well okay how can I get that message across to the kids or is it really you know is this the message that I want to focus on mm. or are we going to read this and move on right right um, so I think that's kind of like a, a middle ground. Um, not necessarily figuring out like what do I want to get out of the Haggadah in general the Seder night, but just like we are what reading. is actually going through the yeah, Haggadah, right? Exactly. What does it mean to go through? What does it mean to to go through the Haggadah? Um, so I think that's that's a way in which you know um, you know educators or really anybody can help parents, but I think that's something that all parents should be you know should try to figure out how to do because if you're going to go through the Haggadah, like just like do you, are you comfortable with the things that you're reading? Like I, I get if I get why this is here, I get what it is. Mm. Um, you want to feel like you have a you know a certain uh, you know sense of uh, I don't know ownership is the right word or yeah yeah or totally. belonging to the in such the Haggadah. a great point because I feel like usually Haggadah prep people go and there's like oh I want to learn as many different Torahs as I can or right. whatever it is, but right. that's not necessarily going to be what you want to give over 
you know, in your seder Correct. to make it the best possible experience for your children. Right. Maybe for yourself, if you right. if you gain a lot out of those Devarei Torah, maybe. Right. But like really, really understanding what right. is going on through in each aspect. Right. That, that's a great point. Uh, yeah, so. I would also add that even if even if you know you feel like that is what you want to get across, and your kids will enjoy Devarei Torah. Well, the, there's also the parts of the God are there for a reason. Right. So like it's to, it's to help us, you know, guide us and 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 tell that story. So. It's nice to be able to to grab a line here and to grab a line there and to point out you know a, a you know a logical problem and with, with the, or seven questions on, right, on right. Dianu and answer them all with one answer. That's great, but that doesn't necessarily get into like well these are these things are here for a reason. So let's try to right. figure out why. why like what is Dianu actually about? Exactly, right, and, right. and all the steps uh, all the steps up to that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. What what would you say are the most important themes that you that you've tried to give over to your children over the years? So that's interesting. So I I think in terms of, in terms of themes, I think there's really it really is only one main theme of the Haggadah, which is um, you know that that the Rabbanu Shalom looks out for the Jewish people. That's right. it. I mean, that's 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 the whole thing. It's a little bit more nuanced, which is, um, you know, I always st- I start every um, and I, I actually started realizing this when I was focusing on each part of the seder when I looked at Yachatz and mm. realizing that I think Yachatz is actually the beginning of Magid um, because what you're doing with and this is like you know this is like my go to I, I say this to Varto every year yeah um, because it, to me it's like it, it's uh, I realize that like what you what you're doing in Yachas is what you're doing is you're taking in the matzah the matzah is basically the whole, you imagine like one story of the Jewish people um, the matzah itself is both something that was used in slavery because the Jewish people ate them while we were slaves right and right, on the right. way out so it's a it's a it's a tool of of, of slavery. It's a utility. It's a, it's a symbol of slavery. And it's also a symbol of, of freedom at the same mm. time. Yes. And we take that whole story and then you break it in half. There's two mm. parts of the story. There, right, there's, right. The, there's the there's the there's uh, the there's the you know Ganai and the Shevach. There's the good parts and the bad parts. There's the slavery and the and then there's the freedom. And basically, what happens is you know there's two parts of the story. Right. One part is. The, the, the smaller part, the not so good part, comes first, and then the the afikoman is for later. That's great, and that's, I love that, that. that's like the whole the whole. You can tell the whole story like this. That's it. That's the whole story. Yeah, we save it for later, and you know we we knew that. You yeah, know, that's God a lot has of... our back, and it's coming at the end. That's great. That's so really. I, I think great. that to me is like, and then and then I guess that's to me has been the theme I've been trying to get across. And again, every every parent, it's whatever matters is meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to come across to your kids. That's what you got to do. Sure. And how do you differentiate between like the experience that? Let's say you know I know that you I know your kids and you have older kids and you have you have younger kids. How do you differentiate between their experience? That's more of a matter of preparation. So I'm gonna I guess we can, we can go back to like just sure. general preparing for sure, the, sure, preparing sure. for the seder. The thing that I, that I think has really and again this is this works for my family um, that has really that really changed the the way that the seder functions um, was planning out the seder beforehand. Now it's not as daunting as it sounds. Yeah, it basically just means taking out a you know a sp- making a spreadsheet for me personally a spreadsheet. Plugging in all the parts of the seder, and then just pl- next to it, like what are we going to be doing at that part of the seder? Um, so then I can then speak. When to you my say kids. what are we going to be doing, meaning you're saying like what am I going to do? What are my kids? Oh, so you're, do? you have like really like columns for each exactly. Okay. Wow. So like, no, well, not, not a column for each not kid. for each kid, but for no, just, you know just you what and are the we kids, doing? Right? Yeah, okay. it's what are we doing? Yeah, meaning not every kid is going to say something at every single part of the seder. Sure, sure. And then I'll sit down with my kids and I'll I'll find out you know a if they have certain different terms they want to say they want to share. If there are certain games or certain, you know, uh, you know, uh, activities that, that I've come up with that 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 or that you know that my that we've come we've come across over the years that we want right. to use, you know, plop those in, you know, put those in on the chart, um, and making and then therefore through that process making sure that there's enough, you know, um, there's enough this, enough of the spotlight, enough of the focus on my older kids and 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 the younger kids and being able to kind of differentiate between the two. But again, that that's a that's 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 really like a like a family thing. I think that um, when it comes to um, older kids versus younger kids, so 
you have to know how your family kind of works as a group. Sure. Um, some families, if like one kid, at, you know, is saying a Devar Torah, at the, at, you know, imagine your Shabbos table and one kid saying a Devar Torah, are all the other kids actually listening? Right. Or are they again, like totally again, zoned again, out? Yes, right? yes, exactly. Are they zoned out? Or are they like getting annoyed? Are they interrupting? Mm-hmm. Are they able to focus when the focus is on somebody else? Right. Right. Um, you know, I'm not saying, you know, are you, are, you know, they're, they're, they're somewhere in between like everyone listening and like, you know, you know, me- memorizing the Devar Torah right, and, right. Uh, and, uh, and, well, and kids come home are, with their Devar Torah, right. right? So like you want to give them that chance to say it, but at the same time, you don't want to like totally lose everyone else. So what do you do at those times? So yeah, again, you have, you want to speak to your kids. You have to know what they really want to say, what they really want to come oh, so across. Meaning, like before Pesach already, you're going to talk to them about like, okay, which Devar Torah are you coming home with and which things do you want to I- say d- as much ideally, as possible? Ideally, oh, yes, ideally. That's very cool. Ideally. Um, and again, you really put the work, you put the onus on them for the, for the older kids. And you know, fifth, sixth, oh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, maybe, you know, they can start already looking through their Haggadah and say, well, listen, this is what I have. You know, you don't have to sit with them. They can right, figure right, it out right, themselves. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll do that. But I think it's also making sure to, um, to right, so I'm saying knowing, do I need to some at some point like, do I need to arrange my siddharm that like there are going to be some points where, where my kids have to know there's no chance you're saying it to my older ones. You know, there's no chance you're saying it to our this right, point. Right. We're going to be focusing on the little ones during this mm-hmm. time. Um, or is there, point, you know, or, or am I going to be able to say, okay, listen, when it's time for a Devar Torah, we'll just say a Devar Torah and my little ones will sit and listen because we'll have, mm-hmm. we'll have something to play with in front of them and they'll be fine. Got it. If not, then you might have to think about, you know, either you know, making the first night about the little ones. Mm. Um, and then this, you know, the second night about the, about the older ones. Right. Um, right. You might want to think about, you know, having a point where you just, you know, where you're maybe if they're, you know, you have two parents, if they have two parents, you could split the kids up, you know, at right. a certain point, let's, let's see some very Torah. And one parent takes the, takes the, you know, if, if, it, if it's not a spotlight situation, if it's, if it's a spotlight situation, then you not obviously want everyone's yeah. got, everyone's, <laughs> of course, everyone's got to be able to see, you know, everyone's got to, you know, the young ones got to be able to, you know, to shine. Right. But right. it's not one of those situations. So, you know, take a kid to the side or, you know, give them a break. Totally. You know, give them a break and, you know, find chachkas or, and choys and snacks. Ask your local Orthodox rabbi about what food you're going <laughs> to eat at what points during the Seder. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Just find a way that everyone's kind of entertained and don't expect it to be, you know, everyone sitting and listening at the same time. But it's, it's really know your family. So if you can really plan out all the steps and see it in front of you on like a little little spreadsheet and and uh, and just be smart about, you know, who's you know getting the attention and when uh, so and yeah, how do you do how do you balance that how do you like empower them to give over at the same time as like meaning how do you strike that balance it's very it's a very hard balance i feel like which balance the balance of empowering the you know everyone comes home with their divitor they're so excited to say and like they probably all want to say them as much as possible on the first night so you want to empower them by the other hand you know you don't want to uh you know it's preparation if, right if again if beforehand you know, it, the, it's an issue of, I'm sorry, if, if your kid wants to say a million different Torah, so before you get to sit down with your kids and say, listen, we can't, we can't do can't this. Do it we can't all. do it all day. Let, right. Find the ways to do it at the meal. Find ways to do it. And if you're really getting a lot of pushback, then you gotta, you gotta be creative. You gotta find a way to be creative. Uh, you yeah. know, but uh, you know, at a, cer- at a certain point, obviously you can't just say, okay, fine, we'll say every single Devar Torah that you want to <laughs> right, say because, right, right. you know, because you love attention. Totally. You, you can't do it like that. Uh, because because um, your teacher said if you say every single Devar Torah, then you'll get a you know a Slurpee in school. Like right. please, teachers do not do that. <laughs> um, so I think you have to you have to you have to know your kids and and be smart. And again, you have to nothing should no, you should not have like power struggles at the moment. Everything yeah. should, that kind of stuff needs to be thought of beforehand. That's more important than anything else mm-hmm. to me. To, for my family, that's been the most important thing. Yeah, just knowing who's gonna go when and like you know where you know how things are gonna be played out and. Um, and that way, you know, you, you can get a sense of, of, of a sense of comfort and order yeah. you know, in the Seder. That's a great idea. No do, you, do you use types of visuals during the Seder at all? Uh, I wouldn't say visuals because um, I think to teach, to generally teach the Haggadah, it's, uh, it's a lot more. No, I, don't, I mean, it's a lot of storytelling. 
Um, it's a lot of discussion. And if, you know, you feel that you need visuals for that, um, I think, you know, but I, I don't, my, my family hasn't really needed those. So we haven't, we haven't done a lot in the way of visuals. Got it, got it. Um, Would you, when you say storytelling, what do you mean? Because I think it's important to, at least the way that I've looked at things is really understanding like each step of the Seder along the way. And I want my kids to understand what's happening. So I try to find a way to get that message across in a, in another way. Um, so, so for example, um, so going back, let's say to, um, let's say a yachatz. So yachatz we're talking about, let's say the good, the good, and then the, the, you know, the good came, came later and it was saved for later. So, right. you know, I think I, I wrote a, I wrote a story because I, I do that kind of stuff, um, about someone who like, uh, about a kid, um, who had an experience in life where it didn't work out well in the beginning and then, but mm. it, it set them up for success in the nice, end. Nice, nice, nice. So I'll As tell you give that it story. Over with stories. Yeah. So I'll tell, right, get nice. the message over in a different way when it comes to, 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 uh, Karpas, right? So you have the salt water. So, or is it Mar or Kar yeah, Karpas? So we do like, um, we do charades, right? So it's not really storytelling, but it's right. charade. We do charades of why am I crying? So I'll, you know, tell uh, kid why, and they have to come up with, they have to act out why they're crying. That's and great. That's so awesome. it's, it's a way of like, you know, it's, it's a way of just saying, of like trying to understand here's what's happening at this part of the Seder. Here's why it's here. And let's try to find another way to hit on it. I have a couple of intros that we do to like uh, Rabbi Lezer, uh, Rabbi Lezer Nazaria and the, and uh, Rabbi Kiva and the, uh, the you know, they, they were sitting in B'nai Brock. Um, and so we're, I just write an introduction in a poem. Hmm. And the kids like have to guess like the uh, the kids have to guess the uh, the rhyming word at the end. Interesting. So again, and every year you do differently. You're saying or we do those like every single year because it's just you know it becomes tradition. Yeah, that's so awesome. Certain things that's great. Tradition. Yeah. Yeah, so. that consistency is also good. Yeah. So I don't I don't really use visuals so much. Um, I think a lot of people use like maybe use tactile stuff. Again, mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to know your family. Um, but like a, there's a lot more of like storytelling and like trying to hit on the themes in a way that's you know fun and so sim how do you and simpler. How do you do that with the story of Magid, like the story of the actual Sipuris Yesmus Rhyme? How do you give that over? So the, I, the irony of uh, of Magid being coming, the, the actual Sipur being coming, like the, the the smallest part of the right, of right, right, right. <laughs> The truth is, so I do I do have a uh, a printout which I don't have on me, which is like color codes, like the the psukim and how each word teaches, like you oh, know, cool. yeah, each word of of those psukim that are being darshaned. Um, That's very cool. We, so I, we don't we don't sit on that. It's it's very interesting. I do think, and this is. Um, this is this also goes back to like when it comes to planning the seder because I think a lot of people um, have this idea of like okay this is the way the seder is supposed to be and like I want to make sure that I hit on like this message of the seder that you know that that I've been told to my whole life this is what I need to get to, across to my kids but I think if you look at the Haggadah itself it's kind of like there's been so much introductory material piled on before right everything up until so where 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 where, this, where would you say the the actual telling of the story begins. Arami Avi, right? Yeah, right yeah. All the stuff up until that is all, all introduction. Yeah. Four sons and Manishtana and Avadim Hayinu. Right, to get you into it. It's helping. The story of Rebbe Lezim and Azariah. All that is, is to help us understand. It's to get into it and help us understand why we're here. Mm -hmm. So if we're comfortable already with focusing so much on that stuff, and I think, you know, as a Jewish community, we've done a good job of taking our Seder seriously and passing that along and and our seders are wonderful. Most families, you know, feel like their seders are are meaningful. So I think it's okay that we don't spend so much focus on the, you know, the story itself. The story gets told throughout it. You know, we, we talk about it and we talk about it as a meal. Yes, they did very Torah. But the truth is, um, during that part, so I do have an activity that I do, and this is kind of similar to what I was saying, where I'm trying to get the the idea of the step across, but in, in a, a different, different way. way. Right. We've been doing I do a timeline shuffle where I basically take the history of the Jewish people from Avraham Avinu through Yitzhak Mitzrayim and the Ten Mako and Harsinai, hmm. really, because I could like Diane was next. Right, right. Um, and I, you know, I just pick, take all the steps. Each one is on a different piece of paper. 
um, and I lay them out in their shop, and then like my kids have to you know put them in the right order. That's cool. And for the older ones, I started doing I, I started doing I did psukim instead, so they have to figure where the psukim oh, were wow, from. Wow, yeah. wow. That's cool. Yeah, so it's just a way of getting the uh, getting getting the standing the, the story across. How do you, what about for the younger? I mean, for your younger children, are they able to? They're able to do that. My 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 fifth grader can, and then I have, a, I have my little one who's in first grade. It's it's okay if she doesn't if she doesn't hear the story. Right. It's Yamitz Rhyme, you know, at, at the seder at that night. I mean, gotcha. The the seder is there's there's a is an opportunity to kind of get the idea of the story across without necessarily you know the de- the details specifically especially at that age right, right, um, right. and it pervades everything you know the, everything that we talk about it the, the whole the Tiamat's rhyme story it's, it's in there that's awesome so would you say that you have like a go to hagada or not necessarily go to hagada is whatever fits in front of me uh, it's, it's, it's the art scroll hagada or the maxwell house i hear that hagada. okay there you go the, the, the smallest for, the, to, small, to make the, the smallest yeah the smallest for me is important which um it reminds me of a point that uh that I that I was thinking about. Another very important way to do to prepare for the Seder. Um, you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Sure. Okay, so for all all the listeners at home, um, Maslow's hier- hierarchy of needs is basically a uh, a, a hierarchy, a a, a a list of uh, of levels like organized like a pyramid, where where a human being has to fill those needs in order to be able to get to the next level right, and right. do it and properly. So if you don't have the bottom line, which is like, you know, food, clothing, and shelter, right. mm-hmm. so how do you expect me to like find meaning in life, right? So I think this, it's very important at the Seder to know what those things are for your family mm, um, and, for each, and, for each, so and for each of your kids. So like for me, like I need space. I like, I don't want to have anything in front of me. I don't want to have a Seder plate in front of me. I want it to be off to the side somewhere. Like I, the, the, the fewer things that I can knock over and spill, the be- I'll, I'll do it anyway. I'll spill right. something, I'll manage to do it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, like that to me, that's important. So like, you know, it's a great point. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Some kids might want, you know, if if you have kids that need toys, if you have kids that want to feel comfortable, if you have, you know, you have to know what those things are. And And that's, that that could be individual for each and every single child. That's totally different. It's a hundred percent correct. Wow. Wow. That's such a great, I really love that. That's awesome. You, you know which child needs attention. You know which child likes the spotlight. Give them the spotlight right away so that they, they got that attention. They got it and then they on. can go on. Right. That's great. That's awesome. Do you have any, would you say, I mean, you were saying that you have specific either poems or stories. Do you have any go-to, you know, I guess either stories or poems that you can share or go-to Divrei Torah that you share? So uh, Divrei Torah, I usually, I usually say the same two Divrei Torah every year. That's um, the, uh, the, the Yachatz, Yachatz one. Okay. And I say the... Well, the truth, no, I think that's really the only one that I, that because I, I get enough for my kids. And right. you know, if, if I, I'll look through Haggadah and if something comes out, like really, like comes, you know, that really like, you know, sticks out to me, like, wow, that's an amazing Devar Torah. So I'll, I'll try to find a spot to share it. But if not, no, I'll share it at the meal or something like that. Right. So I don't think I have any like go to. And again, at, well, my, my, my go to activities, I, you know, I got a list somewhere. Again, like I said, I'll share it. We can awesome. we provide it to listen. We can provide it for the listeners afterwards. Um, I do have a couple of like specific ideas. Um, that I'll that I'll just uh, I'll bring up here in terms of I'm not gonna know the poems by heart. Yeah, that's okay. um, that I'll that I'll bring up here. Um, I got my little little notes app over here. Here we go. Um, so so to start the Haggadah. So I think I don't, I also think it's very important to start the seder um, with fun. That's important. So the first thing that we do every year. Do you know the game Twenty One? Well, not blackjack. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's I, I know the basketball game. Or, the, ba- or the basketball game, okay. twenty-one, or the yeah. No, it's um, it's where you basically have um, you, you have a bunch of people, and they have to say the numbers one through twenty-one in order. Uh, but two people can't, can't say the same. Can't right. say it, speak at the same time. They cannot. So we do that with the order of the seder. You know, kadesh or chutz karpas. Ah, nice. Right. So we have fun at the beginning. That's you know, cute. So, yeah. Right. So it's, That's it's a nice way to get this imanim very you know interactive. That's yes, great. Right. And and it, it's a way of like starting out the seder with fun. Um, because the most important thing is that at the end of the day, 
um, is that kids come away with a positive feeling. Yeah, um, totally. Everyone comes away with a positive feeling. So um, you want to start off with fun. Um, that's that's for sure. We um, I also, I like to have it that questions that we ask, anyone can participate in. So I give out, I, my, ki- my kids and I prepare it now together. Shout out to uh, Talia and Atara. There you and go. Yatla and Ayla, who've been you know, getting older and being more helpful, but you know, <laughs> Talia and Atara for their, all their help for, you know, preparing materials. And so I, I'll have, let's say, um, cards that have, you know, everyone gets a set of cards that have, you know, each card has like a step of the Seder in it. Each card has, um, you know, one, the Arubanim on it. And then I'll, I'll ask questions, about some of them funny and some of them real, where people can like, you know, everyone can like, you know, raise raise their card to say what their answer should be. Oh, uh, interesting. So Meaning way, what's what's on the card? The card just says Karpas, like Yachatz, oh, okay. you know, Russia, Tom, whatever it is. So we'll ask questions. Like one of the questions I'll ask is if you wanted to, if you wanted to um, uh, convince somebody that Judaism is like beautiful, which step of the Seder would you use to show them that and why? Oh, yeah, I mean, they're going to hold up, hold they up think that their answer, their right. card is right now. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, nice. right. And then like, you know, if, if like one person has an answer that's different than everybody else, like you try to ask that person to explain, you know, why that, why uh-huh. they chose that. Some of them are so cute. everyone has all the same cards? Right. Everyone's got a set. Oh, yeah, and okay. Get, okay. Right. Oh, that's great. Right. That's so that cool. way we can also start the, start the, start the Seder off. Do you off. have that as like a list of questions and like the cards? Yeah. Yeah. It's all, like I said, I'll share, I'll share everything. I'll share everything. Amazing. That's very cool. So um, that's also a way, like starting up the Seder, not excluding anybody, not excluding anybody, anybody right, right, okay. which I guess the positive way would be including everybody. Right, right. So starting the Seder, including everybody is also very helpful oh, So you as start well. that in the beginning. You do that before you've yeah, been doing it. Karpas, yeah, 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 exactly. Wow, wow, wow. So it's questions about like the- So first you do the game of 21. Right. And then you get into this. Yeah, but again, know, it all depends on, you know- Know what's going on. Yes, again. Nice. Uh, which of course is the important message of you have to be able to adjust on right. the fly. Rolling roll with it. Yeah, right. you, have to, you have to be able to adjust on the fly. You have to be able to, you know, to say, listen, I know that this is what I planned. You have to be, you have to be okay throwing something you know throwing something out or not using something that um, you spent hours on. Totally. Um, that's 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 super that's, that's super point. important as well. Um, yeah. So I think um, yeah I think I've I've hit on at least some of the some of the specific you know fun ideas that nice, um, nice. that uh, that make I have a bunch more but you know I want sure. to make sure to get a couple of specific ideas. How, how do you, how would you say that you differentiate between the experience of the of the two star? Meaning is is, is night two basically a uh, copy basically it's, or yeah it's it's basically a repeat but again because we you planned out beforehand so whatever you can say the first night gets ah, second, okay. whatever whatever game so, and that's pre-planned meaning like you'll have specific yes. games that are night two Correct. specific right. and sometimes night two, yeah whatever. sometimes during the seder my kids will say okay can we not do that can we just do that tomorrow I'll say we'll, ah, we'll do it okay. tomorrow nice um, you could a good idea is um, again like I said before you know focusing on the, uh, the older kids the second seder um, and uh, in the past when my kids were much younger my older ones were younger. We did like uh, the second day we did a model Seder before nightfall. We did, you know, you know, in the middle of the afternoon, we did a model Seder for them. They got to do all the, you know, all the things and then they went to sleep early. Right. Um, again, it's the same kind of thing as if they're prepared to know the second Seder is going to be about the big ones. Right. And of course, you focus on the, on the first Seder. This is your Seder. This, this is the night for you. Then right. the big right. ones are OK with that. Then, you know. Yeah, Shalom Yisrael. I mean, not Shalom Yisrael, obviously, but, you know, you hope, <laughs> you hope Shalom Yisrael, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but yeah, again. The, the idea, you know, preparing and, and speaking to your kids before and so you're all on the same page is very important. You don't want right. to be doing things on the fly as much as you can. Again, so. that does not mean that you have to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours preparing beforehand. It just means you have know what plan. you're planning on right. doing before you do it. If that involves not a lot, that's great. You got to do what's right for you, what's right for your family. Yeah. But yeah, to, great to know, know beforehand what that's you're going to do, I think, I, think is very, I think is very important. It's a very, very good point. How would you say, you know, the, Pesach is the... Is the Chag of Armuna. Like you said before, the whole theme of it is knowing that Hashem, you know, cares about us and is there for us and is, is really caring for us in every single way. How can we instill our children with a real genuine belief with Amuna 
on the night of the Seder? Because that's that's really, I mean, like you're saying, that, that is what it's all about. So how okay. do we how do we really accomplish that? So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the word instill one's children to instill them with the moon is I think is a little bit daunting. I don't think it's necessarily the word. I think I think a lot of pressure has been put on the Seder over the years that maybe necessarily it does right. not. I think we need to like release some of the pressure of the Seder a little bit. I hear you. Um, and not to think that however the Seder goes. This my, is like make or break. Or, make right. or break the entire year. Exactly. <laughs> I gotcha. It's not like Yom Kippur of Rosh Hashanah of, uh, of a moon. Although, again, you'll probably people feel Some say that. But, you know, exactly. Okay, I gotcha. Exactly. So I, I, uh, I poskin. <laughs> poskin. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. I, 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 like to, I like to lean towards the, the other approaches, which is I think the se- you have to start by, again, this is what I was like, you know, my focus before is let's look at this Haggadah and the Seder and see like why is all this stuff here? Mm-hmm. And I think the, the formula itself of the Seder is meant to do that. That's why, you know, if, if you look at, like I said, Yachatz is there for a reason why you're right, breaking the right. matzah. Um, the, I, the Pesach matzah and Maror, the, the, the real point of the Seder is, I think, is to instill Amuna through acting things out, mm-hmm. through, through activity. Um, we, that's why you have to say, you know, anyone who doesn't say Pesach matzah and Maror, you know, you're not Yotze, you're, you're, you're because you because you have to really be pointing out while you're doing the mitzvah that you know i'm doing this mitzvah and then you read the you know the paragraph about why i'm doing this you're basically pointing out that the reason why we're doing things is to tell the story through what we're doing right um and the seder is really meant to so if you can really understand what's happening at each step along the way and try to get that that across you know again eating marr because it was bitter like that that's it that, right it right. was bitter and then we eat the afi Cohen because the you know it was good later like right it's that it's it's all there it just needs to be fleshed out i don't totally think, um and i think if if kids see that you are you know that if the parents are into it and and, and then they're focusing on whatever they want to get you know across i think that's 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 the most important i think i think all the steps are there it's just a question of like just being able to you know get get the most out of each step at the same sure, sure. you know and then the rest of the year it's it's uh you know the the conversation continues right again. reinforcing those ideas yeah right. I think I think 100 percent I think I think the the amount of I think we should look at the Seder as an opportunity to get that main idea across do the things that we're supposed to do properly understand more, what why we're doing what we're doing it and like make it positive and that way that's the, the instilling part is is the positivity more than right, anything else. right totally and you said you mentioned just now acting out. Are there other things that you act out in your during your seder other than like the built-in things? So we, no, we don't do we don't do a lot of acting at the seder. Um, again, like the carpas thing I, I said before, we yeah. act out. Why am I crying? Um, no, we, we don't do a lot of uh, much of that. I think I don't think it's necessarily acting out as much as it is doing activities that tell the story. Right, right. Um, I think that's that's it's you know, you know, you eat the matzah, you you, you lean because you're acting like someone who leans. Right, right. Um, totally. I, I think that that to me is is really where you want where where, where to go. But then again, I would also say telling stories of of Imuna from throughout history I think mm. is, is very important. Yeah, it's I very add powerful. That, yes, sure. I think that's that's an important thing. Do you that's have like, a, like go tos that you do every year, or more? It depends on the year. Um, or it depends we, on the... I have a list. I forget at what point of the seder we I do it, um, or we or I said I was going to do it and then didn't do it. I planned to do it, didn't <laughs> right. do it. Where we talked about like you know the Yom Kippur War mm. or you know the the Six Day War or you know, I would. You know, if, if you depending on your your crowd, you could do the Shoah and right. and Midianat Yisrael, depending right, on how you right. feel about things, obviously. But you know, there are stories of uh, of Matchil Biganut Saimishvach throughout our history. And right. that, that's the whole point. That's what Vishamd is, mm-hmm. right? It, it's, it's very true. It's it's you know, it, this is this is this promise has repeated itself over every right every generation. They, they, something's gonna happen. It doesn't, and we right. survive. 
So, um, and you know, they don't wipe us out. So I think, I think, um, telling those stories, I think is important as well. Amazing. Well, I want to say a major thank you. Really, really, you know, it's a pleasure to talk these things. You can't end yet. Cause I have, I have one more point that Please. I have, I have okay. to make, I'm and I, I should have made it at the beginning. I was going to ask, do you have a final message you want to share? So there you go. Well, I had five points that I learned from that, about, that I wrote down or typed about how club, being a classroom teacher could, you know, the message that we can teach parents about how to run the Seder well. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to do it quickly. And then I'm going to one important point that if I didn't make this point, they would, the whole thing would have been a waste. And I could okay. say at the beginning, you could be like, okay. So, um, so again, I think I should mention this already. So I'm just, I'm just looking at my list right here. Nope. Don't put all the pressure on one night. I think we mentioned that already, right? The same way that you don't put all your pressure on one year. You have to, you know, in, in school, you have to look at, you know, we, the kids are going to be learning, right. learning, learning right, every right, year. Right. You can't teach them everything in one year. Uh, be comfortable with the material, right? The same way that a teacher, if you walk in, you, if you're not comfortable with what you're teaching, right, then it's not going to work gonna out. So if you're, right. a, if you're a parent preparing for the Seder, if if be comfortable with it with the with the, with the Haggadah, become if you're gonna you know download stuff to use, read this try to read the stories once or twice. You're not reading for the first time right, right. At, at the seder itself. Um, know your goal. I think the same. I think we pointed that. I think they, we've mentioned that along the way. The same way that in in uh, if, you, if if you have to know why you know what's my goal in teaching this class today or this class throughout the year. Same thing at the seder. Know why am I what am I trying to get across and make sure that the things that you do are in line. Um, know what you can accomplish in the lesson. I think we've also hit on that too, I guess, um, which is, you know, don't, don't, don't overshoot and just, you know, be realistic. Um, and again, like I said, be, be open to switching gears uh, in between. Right. Um, sometimes in, as teaching, you, you know, you're teaching, you throw out, you know, I've thrown out stuff, you know, that I've worked on for, for weeks and say, okay, this is not working. I got to start yeah, over. Totally. So I think, I think to, to be comfortable doing that. That's a great point. So the, the, so the, um, yeah, it turns out we ended up hitting on all of them anyway. Anyways, um, and then I think the final note is parents. Can I look at the camera for this one? Please. Parents, no Afi Komen presence. Oh. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. let me explain myself. There we go. Let's hear it. No Afi Komen presence. I'm not being a Grinch or a curmudgeon um, or a, uh, I don't know, what's the Jewish version of that? Like the Grinch. Like who's like the Grinchiest person in the Torah that we could, you know, Korah? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a Korach or a Dasan Vaviram on this one, but you have to use it to your advantage participation prize it changes everything hmm. don't just give them a prize because they found the afikoman that that if they didn't find you would show them where it is because if not you're not going to stay up till three o'clock in the morning <laughs> waiting for them to find the afikoman right. participation prize say here are the things that you signed up to do here are the things that i want you to do here are your goals do them and give them extra credit if they don't end up getting enough to reach their prize give them an opportunity the next night or during the day to like learn something or do something or say something don't point. waste the opportunity Prizes work really well to motivate. Don't give it up for the Afi Cohen present. Oh, okay. Amazing. 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 Well, thank you so much. Pleasure. Really amazing, amazing points. And uh, really, from an educator's perspective, to really lead the Seder and really always making sure to hit it. What am I trying to get out of this Seder? What, what am I trying to get out of this point? What is the Haggadah trying to tell us? And it's, it's, it's really, you know, the, the, the preparation component is uh, really, really a great point and uh, really appreciate your time. All right. This has been good. Thank Worked you. out pretty well. All right. So um, I'll be happy to share any materials. You'll be able to pass it along to everybody else. Awesome. Thank you so much. You got it, man. This was another really great episode. Really so helpful to have these important conversations leading up to Pesach. Personally, I love the idea of remembering Maslow's hierarchy of needs and applying that to Pesach, knowing what things for you and for your family that you need to approach the Seder. It's it's really such a great, great way of looking at it and a great pro-parenting tip to make sure that your children are well-fed leading into the Seder, especially this year when it's so late. I also really appreciated the idea of starting the night with fun because it's such a stressful lead up to the Seder. Between the cleaning, between all of the you know the preparations in terms of the food and, and everything, getting the, the table set, 
with all the preparations, you can you can almost cut the stress with like a knife, you know, to, to borrow that phrase. And to be able to start off the night in a fun way kind of just, you know, breaks the ice and, you know, love the, the, the 21, the charades, all these different things. These are, these are really great things. And I love also the idea of speaking to your children. If, you're, if your children are old enough, speaking to them, getting them involved in the process, both in terms of like the actual preparations, but also speaking to them, which parts did they appreciate the most? Which, part, which parts do they want to see again? And then at the end of all, being able to throw something away that you've worked on. That's uh, it's really important, being able to roll with the punches. And the idea of really knowing each aspect of the Seder, that's, that's huge. That's a really, really, that's, I mean, that's really what it all comes down to in the end of the day. Knowing each aspect of the Seder and knowing that main theme, as Yair said, is you know the idea of knowing that Hashem Hashem has our back, and and if if we if our children come away with that, then then we've been successful. So I hope that you find these tips as helpful as I did. I look forward to sharing the next episode of the Pre-Pesach series with you, featuring Rabbi Yechiel Weberman, who some call the King of Pesach. As a reminder, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and if you enjoyed the episode, please share it with your friends and family. Help their help enhance their Pesach too. We'll see you again next time. <laughs>